Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Good morning, happy Friday to you. Steve Sipple is out today in Iowa City. I am Jake Sorensen riding solo for the first segment as we get it prepared for Nebraska, Iowa. 3 p.m. kick today at Kinnick Stadium in Iowa City. 464-5685, call or text the show. As always, we're getting the video stream going here in a second as the computer was crashed this morning. But now we're ready to go. Again, keep us company. 464-5685, preparing for the Huskers. At Hawkeyes, final game of the season for Nebraska, 3-8 and eight entering, trying to snap a disgusting seven-game losing streak to the Iowa Hawkeyes. Uh, you, can watch, you can watch and comment on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. Again, the show is sponsored by Gaina Trucking, 464-5685. Today will be interesting because it feels like, again, it, the, the, you're not playing for a bowl game. The bowl game is out. It's all about what is going to happen following the game. Do we hear the news of the hiring on Saturday? Is it on Sunday? Is it on Monday? When do we hear the news? Again, the rumor right now, as we all know, is that it's Matt Rule. And it's not for sure Matt Rule. We can still be surprised and have something shocking happen before we get to uh, the weekend and the official news. But but as of right now, all the smoke is leaning toward Matt Rule again as it was last week. And then dissipated, now it's brought back again. But we will see if the rumors are true on Matt Rule being the head coach in Nebraska. But again, that's why today is interesting. You you want to beat Iowa. You want to end the streak that has been disappointing uh, and, and cer- certainly been uh, frustrating for Nebraska over the years. But but man, how how do you how do you how do you watch this game properly without just thinking about what's to come? Like to me to me this should be what you know this should be your Christmas day if you want if you want to use holiday terms today should be Christmas but today feels more like Christmas Eve whereas this weekend and the news to come is Christmas Day when you find out who your coach is going to be what's the next step for this program that's kind of where we're at with this um if you think if you disagree with me you, you can feel free to but I, that's well that's how I view this is that Nebraska it, Nebraska fans right now are in Christmas Eve or they are excited for today's game just to see if they can end a streak to a team they don't like in seven straight losses to Iowa. But the real Christmas, the real presents are what happens the rest of the weekend. When do we know the official news? Um, and I don't know. if if I've been talking to a lot of people in the industry about what they expect in terms of a timeline uh, for Nebraska to hire the head coach, and th- there's really no common answer. There's, it, there's no thoughts of if, if it's for sure tomorrow or if it's Sunday or if it's Monday. It, it's really going to come down to when when Trev Alberts feels it, it's time to make that decision. And 
Um, from what it appears like, it, it, it sounds like Mickey Joseph will not be the permanent head coach. Again, that can change. We don't know for sure how that will go. But um, it, it, all steam right now is is heading to Matt Rule being the head coach in Nebraska. And until that happens, we can we can assume that's the case. Until something else happens or, or actual news comes down regarding Nebraska's next coach, we're just going to all assume that's Matt Rule, unless you out there have a feeling it's somebody else. And if you feel that way, you can call you can call or text 402-464-568. Let, let us know who you're thinking. If you if you think that Matt Rule is still a smoke smoke screen for somebody else, and you believe that we're heading toward a hire toward somebody else, please let us know. From the text line, we have John who chimes in. And it's loading up here. Let's, let's see if we can get a call. We have a, we do have a phone call. Let's get to a phone call off the bat. 402-464-5685. You can hear me. You're on early break. Go ahead this morning. Good morning, Jake. Hello, Chris at the Baldwin Shop. How are you? I am very good, Jake. I hope you had a good Thanksgiving. I did. I hope you did as well. Yes, I did. Ain't too much as usual. Now, listen, first on this coaching thing, yep. I uh, – Got a call Wednesday night. Actually, it came on my wife's phone, and it was it was Brad from the Baldwin shop. This was about six thirty in the evening, and uh, I figured, uh oh, this is big news. Okay. Brad's all over this stuff. All right. Uh, but uh, he he told me, you know, he says, not rule, forty five million dollars five years. So immediately. I uh, got in touch with uh, with uh, my uh, brother-in-law and nephew. My nephew did some research, and he said, this is like hiring Mike Riley again. Ooh, okay. He, he said, almost the same record, you know, wins and losses talking. But really, my, my opinion on this will wait, Jake, to see what the uh, official word is, but I'm I'm beginning to think if it is Matt Rule, uh, which was I'll admit on on my wish list was probably pretty far down the list, but if it is Matt Rule, it kind of tells me maybe we got turned down by some people, mm. is what that tells me, and uh, you know. I don't know. What, but whoever it is, Jake, honestly, is a long-time season ticket holder, I'm going to give him a chance. You know, hey, yeah. let's give him a chance. You know, you never know what's going to happen. Uh, things can only go up from here. Uh, I mean, let's face I hope it. so. You would think. They, yeah, anyway. you, they could go down, but they they should go up. Yeah, I would, <laughs> let's hope so, uh, Jake. But uh, uh, anyway, yeah, you know, and that's on the coaching search, and we don't know for sure what what the official word is. I'm sure we'll probably hear this weekend. Uh, but uh, on the game itself today, um, well, it, it doesn't look good. I'm hoping, I'm, you know, I'm hoping that Nebraska comes out and kind of surprises us maybe a little bit. Uh, our hope is... Uh, Iowa's offense, which is, you know, what, about 130th in the country. But our defense that plays against the Iowa offense is about 105th in the country. So, 
you know, that looks like a pretty even match. I'm really worried about our offense going up against that defense over in Iowa City today. At least it sounds like the weather's going to be decent. But, uh, uh, you know, it, it would be a nice end to what's been, like I've said, uh, about the worst season I've seen in 50 years here. Um, if we could pull this off somehow over there, but, uh, uh, I think the odds are wrong, but one never knows. So, well, anyway, <laughs> Jake, that's my opinion on those things. And I'm curious to what other people, uh, are saying. And, uh, I'm going to hang up and listen. And Jake, hey, we'll talk to you next week about the game and the coaches. All right, Chris, thanks for the call. 464-5685. By the way, if you want to chime in on that, you guys can call or text also 464-5685. Let us know where you're listening from. I know it's, I know we're right now, the day after Thanksgiving, you probably have a, a hangover from yesterday or, or a turkey hangover, but, if you're with us, give us a roll call where you're listening from, what your name is, uh, and your, your age if you want to. For for Sip, who's not here today, 464-5685. Text in for the roll call right now. Again, uh, Sip is out today in Iowa City. We will hear from him at 7 o'clock. He'll call in for the top of the hour before we get to Lee Sterling's picks of the weekend. So we will hear, you will hear from Sip today uh, from Iowa City ahead of this game. Uh, we have some phone calls coming in, 464-5685. Again, to, to respond to Chris's comment, he's asking about, you know, how, how would fans feel about Matt Rule? I, I told you on these airwaves over the last two weeks when the Matt Rule rumors were very strong uh, of, of my thoughts on Matt Rule. I think Matt Rule is a really good football coach. My problem with Matt Rule is, is he motivated to coach after getting $40 million to go away from the Carolina Panthers? I mean, he's got a huge buyout. Now, he was on Good Morning uh, Good Morning football, whatever, the sh- uh, whatever that show is on NFL Network the other day, and he seemed like he was ready to go coach. He, he was talking with the guys there and said that you know he wanted to be around for his son's senior year to watch him play football and all this stuff, and his son's like, no, Dad, you're a football coach. Go go find a job. Like You, you don't need to watch me. I, I, I get this. I appreciate you want to be here for my events, but you are a football coach, and you build into young guys and help them become better people. And Matt Rule said that means a lot that my son was able to wit- to see that and how I operate and how I help different uh, schools out. So I, I think that you know maybe that push by his son or his wife or other kids could be helpful to Matt Rule. But um, again, my only concern with him it's not it's not about how he coaches or the way he operates. It's is his passion to make this work going to be there because of all the money he's received to go away. From the Panthers. I know you want to bring up the record against top 25 teams. That's true. He has a very, very bad record against ranked teams. And is that who he is? Or is it just kind of the trend it was at Baylor or in Temple? I don't know. But I will say this to respond to Chris and the friend that was comparing Matt Rule to Matt to Mike Riley. They're not the same. If you look at the jobs that Mike Riley has done and Matt Rule has done, Matt Rule... Had had a rough first year wherever he's gone because he took over dumpster fires. Like Temple sucked when he took that job over, and they and they had two two ten win seasons on the to end before he went over to Baylor. Baylor he inherited the whole Art Briles mess where he lost a bunch of players after that fiasco. They go one eleven after that they win eleven games. I mean, yes, his record's not great over time, but that is because he has taken over dumpster fires, made them good, and left. And people say, well, is he going to leave Nebraska? I don't know. 
What matters is if he, if he comes here, if he is the guy, and fixes you up, and if he leaves then, then so be it. You say, thank you, Matt. We're going to miss you, but thank you. At this point, why do we care how long coach is here for? As long as that coach can repair you in some element to become respectable again, that's step one here. And if Matt Rule can do that but isn't here for long term, I don't care. I'll say thank you and congrats on your next endeavor. Thank you for lifting us out of this disastrous time of Nebraska football. But I don't know. If that's going to be you happy, you know, if that's going to make the fans happy. We've got calls coming in. If you can hear us, you're up next in an early break. Who do we have here? Go ahead. Can you hear us, caller? Okay, we'll try somebody else. Never mind. That caller's gone. All right. If you can hear us, you're on an early break. Go ahead. Who do we have here? All right. Never mind. We'll try again. 464 Five, six, eight, five. We had people on the lines they uh, dropped off. But again, if you want to chime in on the situation, again, nothing's happened. Nothing's official. We don't know what's going to happen for sure. But the steam right now is that Matt Rule will be the guy. And we don't know if it'll be announced this weekend or on Monday. But it, it, that's going to be the steam until something else pops up. And it still could be a smokescreen for somebody else. At this point, I don't believe that. But um, there's a lot of stuff that, that goes that direction uh we got people listening from wyoming pennsylvania uh jack in hawaii hello jack i'll be in hawaii next month or sorry in, in january uh john in dakota city owen and lincoln good to see you guys four six four five six eight five again the roll call still going if you want to chime in and see where you're listening from because like, people i know you might be asleep still not working today it's not an early game it's a three o'clock game for nebraska iowa but i appreciate you hanging out with me as sip is out uh, and we'll hear from him hear from him at seven o'clock all right, from the text line, 464-5685. Rod says, some fans are thinking too far ahead. We need to focus on the present and not worry about five years from now. That's what I'm saying. Guys, Nebraska is going to, you know, if they lose today, it goes three and nine, two straight years. And you want to tell me you're concerned about Matt Rule leaving after four or five years. I understand why you feel that way because you want to have some continuity. I, I, I get that. We, we've been shuffling through coaches and it's just been very unfortunate to have, you know, Mike Riley here for three years, Scott Frost here for not quite five, you know, four, four years and three games. And you want to have that coach that can be here for 10, 15 years. I understand that sentiment of what people are going for. However, like I said a minute or two ago, if Matt Rule is not here long, if he is the guy, and he doesn't stick around for long term, but gets you to... 9, 10, 11 wins, something like that. A, a good, you know, maybe a coach of the year in the Big Ten if that happens, or just respectability again. Winning the games you're supposed to win and not losing every game to Iowa and Wisconsin and Minnesota. If he does that, then then why do we care if he leaves after five years? Knowing that's maybe what his track record is. And you're going to say, well, Jake, we're going to care because this, okay, I get that. But his job in this next role for Nebraska, if he is the guy, is to get you out of the damn basement and make you a program that goes to bowl games again and contends for division titles or whatever's coming up next in pods uh, of the 2024 cycle for the Big Ten Conference and beyond. That's it. That's his, that's his job. Everything else is a step that you hope you can attain, but 
I'm not going to be upset if five years down the road he leaves for something bigger because if that's the case, I hope that it's resulted in him winning here. And knowing he's not from Nebraska, you know, he's a, he went to school at Penn State. He's a Pennsylvania guy. If that job opens up, if Franklin goes somewhere eventually or to the NFL or a different SEC job, yeah, I would, I would expect Matt Rule to have interest in Penn State. But that's down the road. Like, stop, stop living in the future. Live in the now and, and realize we have to find, figure the situation out. And he is as good of a builder that's out there. But can, will he be motivated to put the work in at a program that needs a lot of work and he's making a lot of money to not be coaching right now from the Carolina Panthers? Let's go back to the phones. If you can hear us, you're on early break. Go ahead here. Hello? Hey, can you hear me? Who do we, who do we have here? Good morning. John. Hey, John, go ahead. Uh, coming from a Panthers fan, I, I just don't see that uh, Matt Rule can turn Nebraska around. There's a lot more problems than, than we think. Well, I'd ask you this, John. I mean, it, it did not work well for Matt in the NFL, but his time with, the, with, the, with Temple and Baylor was successful. Is there a chance he's just not a good NFL coach? Very true, but there's still, like, it just feels like Nebraska's settling a little bit. Well, I appreciate the phone call, John. I mean, at this point, this is the problem. Nebraska has not been good for a long time. It feels like, if for a comment like that to, to say it feels like they're settling, well, who do you expect to get? Like, give me names that are reasonably legitimate that Nebraska could entertain for this job. If Matt Rule is settling, the only way you can say that is with my stance of is he motivated to work because of all the money he's being paid. Otherwise, he's not settling. Matt Rule is not settling if you were to hire him. That's my opinion. I think I think most people agree with that regarding Matt Rule, but... This is the issue I have with, with some fans out there, is if Matt Rule is not good enough for you in terms of what he's able to do, then then who do you want? Kent saying Mickey Joseph. Well, Mickey Joseph, I love Mickey. I, I hope Mickey is a part of the staff if it is Matt Rule. Like that, I, I hope that's a huge part, that he gets a, a big pay raise to be a top assistant, to be a top recruiter, and he sticks around. That's the goal. That's the hope. But if you're Trev Alberts, if you're if you're giving reasons why it might not be might not be Mickey for head coach, it's just it's simply again because of experience. It's an experience thing. Matt Rule has had experience several times in college football in building up teams from the depths of hell. Nebraska right now is in a bad spot. Matt Rule is a builder, so no, I, I don't think that we're settling. If it's Matt Rule, I mean, if you're a guy that's thinking that Urban Meyer's a possibility, listen, you and me think alike. We want that guy, but is he actually possible? That's the question here. And beyond Urban, who is out there right now that's better than Matt Rule? I'd like to hear an answer to that. If, if you feel like Matt Rule is, is just a meh hire or you can do better, who's that guy? And if it's Mickey, give me reasons why you believe Mickey is ready to be a full-time head coach. I love Mickey, and I would support Mickey if he was the hire. But in comparison to Matt Rule, the resumes are nowhere near the same. And Matt Rule has a much more established resume. Let's go back to the phones. 464-5685. You can hear me. You're next on Early Break. Who do we have here? 
We'll try the phones again, eventually. 464-5685. We're having some issues this morning with the phones. Appreciate you all trying to call in, though. Uh, from the text line, Kent says, Jake Rule is 58-70 and 70 as a head coach. What did we just point out the last five minutes? He was building crap programs. They He inherited messes and left them in good spots. He went to programs that he won one game the first year, and that hurts your record. And he ended up winning 10 games twice at Temple, 11 games at Baylor. Yes, he didn't beat ranked teams there, but he built. And I think a fear of people is this. Is, is it going to take you know Matt Rule's track record is he has a horrible first year. And fans don't want to see another 2-10 record or 1-11 or 3-9. And I get that. Listen, I, I don't want that either. But it's hard to, to really have that magical first year when you go to places. You know, sometimes you can have it. Like, you know, when Urban Meyer goes to Ohio State, you know, they go 12-0. and 0, But that's that's different. They were, they, were a, they were a good team when Luke Fickle took over as the assistant you know, the interim head coach in 2011. But he wasn't ready to be a head coach back then. Urban was took all that talent. They go from six to seven to twelve and zero. That was a rare occasion. That doesn't happen very often in your first year. It just doesn't happen. If you're expecting big things next year from the head coach, um, you know, realize the first two games of the season are on the road at Minnesota on a Thursday night in August, and at Colorado, who is a struggling program, is going to hire a new coach as well. But I, I, I think if if your fear with Matt Rule is that he's going to have a, a clunker of a first year like he has at Baylor and Temple and win one game or two games. I I understand that. You don't want to have any more bad seasons. But the trend has been he's got a very good year two and three and four. And I struggle to just go to his Carolina situation and say, no, he, he's forgot how to coach. You can't hire the guy. The NFL is a different breed, man. It's That's not the same. Nick Saban struggled in the NFL. You know, a lot of guys have struggled in the NFL that were good college coaches. So, I'm not going to accept that, that his tenure with Carolina as a concern for what's to come at Nebraska, if that's the case, if he is the guy. I won't accept that. What I accept is, again, I'll say it again for the 10th time, is is he motivated to do the job here, the, the work, when he has all of this money to go away from Carolina? That's the big question. Um, four six four five six eight five. Call or text as always. John says, "Jake, my concerns with Rule are: Does he understand that you need to run the ball in the Big Ten? We can't. He can't throw the ball around like they do in the Big Twelve. That's from John. Well, John, if you watch the way Baylor played with Matt Rule, I mean, he had he had a pretty physical team. They ran the ball pretty well. Now, did they pass the ball? Absolutely, they did. But they ran the ball pretty well. Not to the extent to like of Lane Kiffin it." It all missed. Who, by the way, lost last night to Mississippi State in the Egg Bowl. Um, so you can ask the question: Is Lane Kiffin distracted by something else? Who knows? But Lane Kiffin's season uh, is over in terms of regular season. They have a bowl game yet to come. No, no division title for Ole Miss. And we'll see what happens over the next month with Lane Kiffin or the or the weekend with Lane Kiffin. But he runs the ball very well. I don't think he's a candidate still. I I don't think that I don't think that Lane Kiffin is reality in terms of. Uh, somebody that's on the horizon for Nebraska. Matt Rule appears to be the guy 
at this moment until we're proven wrong about somebody else. And we'll see if that happens. If it's tomorrow, tonight, Sunday, Monday, next week. You know, this is going to be terrible if if everyone believes that Matt Rule is the guy and and then you don't hear anything by Monday and all next week goes on, you start to think, okay, maybe it is somebody coaching like Chris Kleiman still or a Jeff Monken. Uh, this place is going to eat itself alive, and I don't, I frankly I don't blame you guys. All right, uh, we have a phone call. Let's go, let's go back. Well, let's, let's try the lines. We've had some tough times this morning with with drop calls. If you can hear me, you're on early break. Go ahead. Who do we have here? Can you hear me, caller? I just heard you calling. Yeah, this is Tyler. Tyler, go ahead, Kyler. You're on early break. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, about the whole Mickey thing, I do like him as a coach, but I think he just needs some time to kind of learn from someone else because I think he has the motivation, but I just I don't think he's ready for that big stage. And I like how people are getting behind him, but I just think he needs a little more time to kind of learn from someone who's had experience. And I don't know. I mean, could they maybe try that with Matt Rule, or do you think that wouldn't be an option? I mean, would he be a good guy to learn from? Yeah, that's a good question. Thanks for the phone call. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I don't know exactly what this how, how this would go with with Matt Rule. I think people would like to see Mickey Joseph ideally uh, be groomed to be the next head coach here beyond Matt Rule. I mean, and that's the thing too. He, this is why it's so important for 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 fans that Mickey is retained behind Matt Rule is that if you really do believe that Matt Rule is going to jump this job if he's the guy after four or five years and this is more chance for Mickey to learn on the job and and prepare for life as a head coach at Nebraska specifically you know LSU has got, can get great talent where Mickey came from knowing you know he was part of a championship team he saw that 2019 team win the championship because that were loaded with NFL guys all throughout the roster now Mickey can learn if he's behind Matt Rule as an assistant coach um, and, and see what it's like to win in the Big Ten Conference more than just one season, several years of it. And then if Matt Rule has success, he were to jump, well, then you have your in-house candidate to take over. And I think that's a lot of people's hopes at this point. If you can't get Mickey to be the guy for the head coach now, if he's not ready per Trev Alberts, then can he be groomed to be ready after a couple years uh, under Matt Rule or whoever it is as the assistant coach recruiting guy and, and then, you know, be ready to see what it's like in the new Big Ten with USC and UCLA to compete and win. Isn't, isn't that right now the ideal scenario for you listeners? If you disagree, 464-5685, let me know. But I think that the fear in all this is that, hey, whoever is hired next, if they don't retain Mickey Joseph, then we're just all for not here. Mickey's done such a great job building the program getting recruits in here, getting interest in the program. And if he were to just go away after one year, that's just a huge, a huge miss by Nebraska. What if I if we if we could look in the future and see that Mickey is retained for the next coaching staff, are you are you just is your stress level go down? Because I think it should. But I understand why you'd want why why you'd want Mickey to stay. I want Mickey to stay. Heck he's Mickey's a great coach. Mickey's a great assistant coach, great recruiter. All right, let's go back to the phones. Try this again. If you can hear me, you are on early break. Go ahead. Who do we have here this morning? This is Ben. Ben. Good morning, Ben. Thanks for calling in. Appreciate you. Yep. 
And for Sipple, I'm 33 years old. All right, Ben, we pre- I'll, I'll make notes for him. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm calling to agree with you. I think Matt, Matt Rule would be a good candidate. He's taken Temple to – he's turned Temple into winners. He's turned Baylor into winners under the – you know, I'm agreeing with Art Riles incident. He's, he's just the right guy. I, I don't think you're looking for a rebuild. I think you're looking for a boost on your head coach. And that's all i got to say. Thanks. All right, Ben, thanks for the phone call. Um, again, you're – Anytime you have a head coach that's hired, it's not done yet. You're going to have people that, that have agreements and disagreements. And last time that we we all agreed, we were wrong. Both times. We were wrong on Fred Hoiberg so far. He can change it up, but he had a bad loss to Oklahoma yesterday. Didn't shoot the ball well again. Free throw is still a problem. We all agreed on Hoiberg. We all agreed on Frost. And what did that get us? Disappointing eras. So what does that all mean? That we don't know anything, basically. We can have an idea of what's good and what's right, but we've been proven wrong now twice with people we thought were pretty good. Uh, let's get one last call before we get to break. If you can hear me, you're on early break. Go ahead. Who do we have? This is Branch. Hey, Branch. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, hey, Mickey Joseph. One thing about him is that guy will bust his butt. He'll sweat to get it right. He'll He's humble enough to take advice. And I know we'll get hard work out of him 24-7. These other guys, sometimes they, they're they sort of stuck in their ways, and they, they got their system. They're going to make fit. I think Mickey is is humble enough to, mm-hmm. to adjust whatever he has to do to, to win in the Big Ten. And he has he has SEC experience, so he knows what it's like to battle. And I hope he's our next coach. Okay. Appreciate the call. I mean, well, well said. Mickey certainly does seem very – uh, not stubborn. Uh, he seems like someone that is able to adapt and wants to grow. And that's why I was saying that maybe he needs a little, little bit more time in the Big Ten under a coach to be an assistant. And we'll see. Again, I, I don't know where this goes. Maybe Mickey is still hired. At this point, we don't know. We, this, the rumor is Matt Rule, and that's what we'll roll with until we're proven otherwise. But I understand all your fears out there and, and your concerns. Before we get to break, hey, a reminder, hey, it is Black Friday. You, you might be out shopping right now somewhere, but if you're listening to us, I appreciate you tuning us in while you're shopping. But don't forget about Beatrice Bakery. Get 25 to 40% off everything from Beatrice Bakery, including the famous Grandma's Fruitcake during their Black Friday sale, effective today through Monday. Get free shipping and online orders over 65 bucks at BeatriceBakery.com. I and mean, you can actually buy select items here at the ticket office. 18-count chocolate-covered fruitcake squares, fruitcake slices, and one-pound fruitcake in a holiday tin. Find it all at BeatriceBakery.com. Black Friday starts and ends there. When we come back, hey, we have someone that believes he is the biggest anti-Iowa person out there, the, the biggest hater of Iowa Hawkeye football. I'll tell you who that is next in studio on Early Break in the Ticket. 